Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it's been a week since we lost the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, and uh, we talked a lot about it on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and now, a week later, we are talking about her memorial, and Bradley, you have all the details, correct? Yeah, you know, and there's a lot to pay attention to, so um, if you are have been following the... Um, you know, funeral plans, the tribute plans, the concert plans for Aretha Franklin's funeral. You already know this, but several, there are actually several ways to celebrate the life of Aretha Franklin. At her funeral, there are literally going to be 20 people performing. Oh, wow. But that's not the only concert. That's um, It's not open to the public. Okay, that was going to be my question. Is I will, it televised? Uh, I'm assuming it's televised because otherwise, why would all of those people be announced as performers at yeah. the funeral, right? It wouldn't make sense to me. Um, what I will say is that they, uh, in the reading of that particular um, piece, it sounds like there will be some seats available to the public for that funeral. Mm-hmm. And again, I think the funeral is on the 31st. Now, there is a tribute show the day before at uh, in Detroit at a place called Chennai Park, and I'm probably saying that wrong, but... Um, so there's a public tribute show on August 30th, and that uh, venue is going to include all sorts of performers, including, but not limited to, Gladys Knight, The Four Tops, Johnny Gill, several others, Stevie, um, actually, uh, not Stevie Wonder. Back to the funeral, mm-hmm. you're going to have people like Stevie Wonder, um, Ron Isley, Shaka Khan, Fantasia, Jennifer Hudson, Yolanda Adams, Shirley Caesar, the Clark sisters, Jennifer Holiday. Holy buckets. I literally could go on and on. And I might as well, because there's not that many more. Tasha Cobbs, Leonard, Marvin Sapp, the Williams Brothers, Vanessa Bell Armstrong, Audrey DuBois Harris, Alice McAllister Tillman, Edward Franklin, Aretha Franklin Orchestra, and Aretha Franklin Celebration Choir. So that funeral is going to be one for the history books. No kidding. But even if you don't get in to see it or it's not broadcast, but I kind of feel like it has to be broadcast. I feel like they'll do something with it. Either, you know, maybe they'll make it available online or there will be a recording at some point or something like that. And again, they might make some of those, um, uh, some of the seats there available to uh, the public. Wow. But but it's going to be, you know, that that concert the day before was certainly going to be something to pay attention to. That is all pretty spectacular. You know, again, it's it's hard because you know you, you, what we wish is that we could still hear Aretha Franklin perform. Yeah. Um. But but to do this to honor her to have all of those amazing voices lined up to do so. Well, and you know, when you're a singer and you pass away, other people want to you know who you who have who been, have been influenced yeah. by you or inspired by you want to have a moment to sort of you know do that publicly and what better way to do it during a you know memorial 
celebration of that person's life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, one of the things I keep hearing about are like pink Cadillacs. Because. Yes. Yeah, because, you well, know, she sang that song. <laughs> You've just been hearing like. Well, no, I keep I, hearing about no, these pink Cadillacs. No, what I keep hearing is stories about the pink Cadillacs and I'm like what are they what are the pink Cadillacs doing what's their role well okay so you know the song freeway to love is that what it's called freeway we're going right in on the freeway of love sorry about that you guys sorry sorry but then there's also pink Cadillac is that the different I feel like that's not her yeah did she do a cover of that though no, I anyway, don't. this is a really fun conversation for no one. But in regard to the actual pink Cadillacs, yes. um, somebody thought, and I think it was one of the people at the um, church that's setting up the funeral was like, or one, like one of the reverends, for example, mm-hmm. I think was the one who was like, "Hey, you know, pink Cadillac, Aretha Franklin, you know, we do funerals. Um, this particular funeral venue, they do funeral processions. For example, if an officer has been killed in the line mm-hmm. of duty, and they will have lots of police cars mm-hmm. in a procession. So they decided, let's do that with pink Cadillacs. Well, they got on the horn and got like a lady with a pink Cadillac from Mary Kay, and then suddenly they have a hundred pink Cadillacs now that are ready to be uh, put in a processional in front of the funeral venue. Oh, that's cool. Um, when they have the actual funeral for Aretha Franklin. So you'll see a, a literally a, a train of 100 That's pink crazy. Cadillacs. That's yeah. very cool. It's also disturbing to me that there are 100 pink Cadillacs ready for, you know, ready to be called out on a moment's notice. I mean, I think if you're have very you successful seen? at Mary Kay... You know, is that and the only way you get a pink I Cadillac? I don't know. That's a really good question. I was always fascinated yes. by that whole... Is it really? You can't just, like, order up a pink Cadillac. Really? Okay, we've learned something, but... From our audience member, are you? Do you sell Mary Kay, or do you just? You have a friend who does. Does she have a pink Cadillac? She does. See, yeah, it's the thing is, is that I want a pink Cadillac. I no. just don't want to have to work so hard. I don't for see it. you driving. Oddly, I don't see you driving around in a pink Cadillac. I mean, I would pack a punch. Uh, all right, now the, this was the other. <laughs> part that I found really fascinating about Aretha Uh is um, I was curious about how her family reacted to Madonna's memorial of hers. They actually did not react in the sense that they didn't care. So, you know, there was this whole kerfuffle about Madonna performing, well, not performing, before she gave the award for best video of the year to um, Camila Cabello at the uh, MTV VMAs. She did this extemporaneous speech mm-hmm. about how Aretha Franklin has sort of intersected her life. Well, a lot of fans took that as a tribute and were offended by it because if it were a tribute, it seemed to be not appropriate mm-hmm. because it was really just eight minutes of Madonna talking about herself. It was Madonna with saying the if it weren't for a, an Aretha Franklin song, you wouldn't have Madonna. Yeah. I mean, it was a thinly, you know, veiled way of just talking about her own story, but to her defense, the VMAs never asked her to do a tribute, mm-hmm. but I feel like they kind of set her up for failure because they made it look very much like a tribute right. in the way that it was filmed, and then they put a big picture of Aretha behind her. But regardless, everybody on social media, you know, got upset. Aretha's Frank or Aretha Franklin's family did not. They did not take offense, probably because they're too busy mourning the loss of Aretha Franklin. Right, right. right? To spend much time worrying about about Madonna. What essentially amounted to a social media kerfuffle. Yeah, That's really what it was. Hmm. Well, interesting. All right, when we come back, you guys, I hope you're hungry because when we're at the State Fair, we cheat every day. And our friends from the Blue Barn have brought our cheat day item 
after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Happy Friday, everybody. It is a beautiful, nope, day at the State Fair. It's a beautiful Minnesota <laughs> day. Look at all these people. Yes, and I love how the people... Come closer when they know that food is in their future. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And um, it is, well, today is our actual normal cheat day. But every day at the State Fair, we like to cheat on our normally pretty healthy diets. And we call it Cheat Day Friday. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat Day All right, so do you want to know what we're sticking in our mouths today? Yes, so Cheat Day Friday, every day at the State Fair. As you said, yesterday we had the chance uh, to try the uh, Swedish meatball smorgas from our good friends at Blue Barn, who uh, are bringing us all of our Cheat Day every day at the Minnesota State Fairs this this year at the fair. Mm -hmm. What are we having today? So every day at 1.15, the Blue Barn brings us something to cheat on, and today we are cheating with French Toast Bites with Pop Rocks, which is... A breakfast favorite at the Blue Barn. It's ciabatta French toast with strawberry sauce, homemade whipped cream, and Pop Rocks. Which I can tell you, to be sure, my children think this is like the coolest thing in the entire world. Well, because it kind of is. Because it is the coolest thing in the world. But at home, when we have French toast, there are Pop Rocks involved. Uh, And so you will get the Pop Rocks sensation. When you uh, take a big bite of this. So I know that our audience members are going to get a little nibble as well. Uh, and oh my gosh, look Which at this. Which is one more reason to come down and see us uh, right? on Randall south of Underwood. Don't think I didn't notice that the uh, the audience on got Underwood, slightly more robust when uh, one Hey, I don't around. care. Whatever do gets I. you here. here. If it's food, okay. Um, yes, and they're passing it out. Now, do you want to take a bit? Who wants to take a heap and helping first? Go for it. So again, it's ciabatta French toast, strawberry sauce, homemade whipped cream, and pop rocks. Great for kids and adults alike. Here we go. Holly, go for it. Help thyself. I saw one of the pop rocks fly off already. Mm. Hang on. I want to get like... I want to get real rock. Ah, I hit my face. Here we go. The here we pop go. rock hit my face. I think it's that? the rain. The rain is setting off the pop rocks. Oh, yeah. You can hear it. I'm oh, gonna, yeah. Here, put your mic up here. Mm. I mean, it's popping of its own accord. She hasn't even put it in her I mouth don't. yet. Mm, oh, really good. It is so good, you guys. This is like the perfect... Oh my God, you, can, you can literally hear it. I know. And now I'm going to be talking and popping at the same time. That's what she said. Did she? I don't know. <laughs> I don't feel like she did. Okay, um, now it's your turn to talk. Okay, well, uh, Holly, why don't you tell people, because I want to take another bite. What do you think? Oh, thanks, Colleen. No, <laughs> uh, this is fantastic. And uh, I think that this has been on the Blue Barns menu for several years and it it's delicious and it's a perfect state fair food for mm-hmm. today because it's it's comforting it it's is. warming and it's mm, mm. snap oh my gosh popping that strawberry that strawberry sauce i you guys I, this i can you guys hear it in my mouth Maybe it's because I have my headphones on i can hear it popping it. yeah it's like going to yeah, distract it. me it's so funny no that is fun that is fantastic Okay, so you can uh, so go get that to our at, friends at the Blue Barn. At the Blue Barn, of course, on West End. They have so many wonderful things. They have been so great in allowing us to uh, give our audience a wonderful cheat day experience. You guys came out for the rain. Yay. It's I a gorgeous know. day. These things are still popping in my mouth. Now, can I just tell you, uh, I'm going to give you the upside of a rainy day at the fair. No lines. 
I mean, it really, are, am I not, I'm not even kidding. When we came in, it was pouring pretty well. And uh, I had my umbrella and a lot of people were standing under overhangs to stay dry. And I thought, I have one mission right now. And that is to get to the Taco Cat area, which is the uh, Midtown Global Market booth over in the Inter- International Bazaar, because I need that General So's chicken taco. Have I not been talking about that since I showed up this morning? I walked and? right up there, and it was like the p- seas parted. I walked right up. They made it for me. It took two seconds. Yeah. I walked all the way back here because I didn't want to walk and eat at the same time. I wanted to sit down and properly enjoy it. And I'm telling you guys, it's really good. You should definitely try that one. Is that the first thing you've had at the fair so yeah, far? Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, aside from what New has food, been, I'm yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aside from what's been brought here um, by our friends from the Blue Barn, that you is know, the first fair food I've tried. I will say though, as I look out onto the crowd, it, things are pretty. Um, they're hopping. They're now. pretty hopping, yeah. even though it's it's raining. But I think you know, good Minnesotans, they know what a raincoat is and an umbrella. So. Who's playing here tonight? Do we know? Sugarland Sugar is. Oh. Isn't I don't even know what that is. What's yeah, a Sugarland? Sugarland is a country music it's a band. City in Bradley. Texas. No, but isn't mm-hmm. that isn't Jennifer Nettles in that band? Oh, Brad, sure. We yeah. love Jennifer Nettles. Wait, when she was on that here. that horrible show that nobody watched, but we, we watched did. it. It oh. was called Duets, right? It was a really good reality competition. And show. Kelly Clarkson was a judge on that show too, right? Am I making that up? I think you're making that up. Maybe. Okay, fine. In any case, it was a good show. John Legend, right? Yeah, he yeah. Was on. Robin Thicke. Yeah, no, it was a good bad show. Anyway, yeah, so they'll be playing at the. I'm sure. I'm surprised we haven't heard them warming up yet, because uh, rain. Oh, that's why. Yeah, probably. I mean, do you want to sing in the rain? Probably not. Yeah, um, you're not singing like Kelly. Whole, yeah, but there's mm-hmm. a whole song about it in a musical. I mean, there's a whole musical about it, singing in the rain. Oh my god. Um, there is, but I don't think that the guy doing the concert tonight's going to be doing that musical. Fine. Sounded fun. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> okay. Uh, if you're just joining us here on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we are watching our audience eat. How was the Cheat Day Friday experience? Did you guys have fun? I see a was lot of tasty? thumbs up in the crowd. Yummy! Yes! We still have a couple minutes, so what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Thank you guys for stopping by. Thank you for the food. Uh, what are you going to eat, Bradley? What's your? Wh- have you had anything yet to eat at the um, fair? So here's the thing. So I usually will spend a day after the fair at some point, um, or I should say a day after working at the fair. I'll stay late and eat, and that comes next week, Tuesday and Wednesday. Okay. So I have not had a chance to, to try anything yet, but I will. I have a list uh, to be sure. You know what we should tell people to do what? before we... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Believe is that they need to come get their t-shirts when they're out here at the yes. state fair because merch. we've got our merch booth, which is pretty snazzy. In addition to our entire building being snazzy um, with this wonderful broadcast space, we've also got the merch booth, which has t-shirts for each of your favorite shows on my talk and bradley is actually currently yes. modeling the my talk wearing the my talk sweatshirt and the your mom t-shirt for colleen and bradley yeah exactly So come get your shirts you're very you're very logoed today um and yeah today is the kind of day where you might want to stop by and grab yourself a sweatshirt because it is cold yeah also actually, have ponchos absolutely so we've got all of the merch that you can come down if you download the app the my talk 107 app um and show it at the merch booth i think you get five dollars off the my talk 1071 t-shirt Oh, it's a five dollars shirt. It's just That's $5 cool. For so the you shirt. so you just get um, uh, a shirt for five bucks. That's pretty cool. Why aren't you guys all downloading it right now? Now, when we come back, I'm really <laughs> she excited. She already got hers. Okay, good, good answer. I'm really excited because when we come back, I think we've got D bags, right? And we you've do. got another Kirstie Alley story that you're going to tell us oh, about. Oh, she needs to. You guys, I think that I think I could make a challenge that Kirstie Alley, for the duration of her time on Big Celebrity Big Brother UK. I'm pretty sure I could make her a D-bag every day because she is bound to say something idiotic every single day while she is in that house. So maybe that'll be my challenge while she continues to be on that dumb show. Yeah, no, for sure. All right. We hope anyway. We will crown our D-bags after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. behaving badly. We love to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, live from the Minnesota State Fair. Thank you once again to our sponsor today, Mattress Galaxy, for bringing you today's My Talk State Fair broadcast. And we call those celebrities behaving badly a very special name, and that name is D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your douchebag today, Colleen? Uh, Kirstie Alley. Oh, good. So, I think we talked about this a little bit yesterday during our 3 at 1203. She is in the Celebrity Big Brother house in the UK. Side note... Why don't we get to have a celebrity Big Brother house? Yeah, no, it's well, we kind of do. Technically, there could be another one this. Uh, I think it was last winter, and it went up against the Winter Olympics. Is that right? right? And it was anyway, like, but it was like truncated, and it was short, and it was kind of boring, and the celebrities weren't as fun. But to your point, we don't have a regular one, no. but uh, we certainly get a lot of enjoyment out of the British one. We for do, the time being. we do, and uh, currently we are getting uh, a lot of enjoyment out of the dumb things coming out of Kirstie Alley's mouth. So yesterday, she was telling all about her um, cocaine addiction, which sounds, and it was serious. But it also sounded like the prelude to her uh, Scientology pitch. Now, today, the thing she's talking about is the fact that she always wished she could have had an affair with John Travolta and Patrick Swayze. Ew, gross. What? Also, rude. <laughs> like, who, who ta- like, who tells those, who talks about that? Right? Am I right? Well, I, well, I mean, I don't think it's unusual for celebrities to dish dirt on the celebrities that they were wishing they'd hooked up with at some point. And I feel like she's not married to that man anymore. Right. Parker, you know? what was his name? Parker Posey. And they had um, a weird... Peter Parker? 
Mm-hmm. Picked a peck of I think it's Parker Posey. Thank you. It's Parker Stevens. Thank Stevens. you. I knew Parker there was a Parker Posey. in there, Wait, though. Wait, no, Posey. What am I thinking Parker of? Parker Posey's a lady person. Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. actress. Parker Stevenson. It, but Parker see, Posey. to me, regardless of whether or not they're currently married, it's still, to me, they were at the time, and respectfully... You know, Patrick Swayze yeah. was married, acting, and yeah. John Travolta. I just I, you're asking Kirstie like Alley to, to be not rude. Well, to just not be Kirstie Alley. She's a hot oh. mess, and she overshares. So yes, oh, boy, does this she is not, ever. This is not a surprise. Certainly, I think what the the shocking thing is that she's trying to get us to believe that a um, she wanted to have an affair with John Travolta because if that's true, like I feel like maybe she just hasn't been paying attention very well. Well, okay, John I've Travolta a, wants no part of Kirstie Alley, literally. Well, I have like a total. That's true. Um, I have a total conspiracy theory about this. Because she went on to say she felt like she should have been married to John Travolta and she still feels like she could marry John Travolta. Who do you, like, where do you think this is coming from? Wait, she says that she could still marry? She says she believes that they would have gotten hitched if she wasn't already taken and she believes she's still in love with him. So, wh- who do you? Where do you think this is coming? I mean, you know, maybe Kirstie Alley has weird. I mean, has may- taste maybe weird this men. is like you know, like let's pretend that I am actually a heterosexual yes, male. That maybe the Church of Scientology is like we need John to look really desirable to women. So if you could act like <laughs> yeah, except you're Kelly interested Pro- in <laughs> I mean, him, yes, I but guess you know that's what I mean? Theoretically possible. This kind of like the press tour for the movie Gotti where John Travolta and Kelly Preston were going all over the place Kelly Preston being John Travolta's wife saying how they were so sexily in love with each other still oh yes remember that she was like and they always had they always had some sort of it just sounded like a stock answer like oh we just love loving each other or something just (laughs) and you were like boy you practice that one because none of it looks real I, I I just you never know what's what Kirstie Alley's motives actually are right. in any given day. So the, all of these stories I would take with a very very large grain of salt for sure. But I'm going to keep listening to what she has to say and bringing it to you during. Yeah, the no, they're segment. delicious. I'm not saying we shouldn't mm-hmm. talk about them and enjoy them because they are further illustrations of her, you know, crazy ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Okay, do you want to go on to another D-bag? Yeah, Let's, tell me. Uh, my D-bag today is uh, a repeat offender. It's a Kardashian. No way. And her name is Chloe. Oh. So Chloe Kardashian is my D-bag for the day uh, for this story. So, I mean, I could probably pick half a dozen reasons why I think Chloe Kardashian is a D-bag on any given day. But this particular People Parents Issue magazine, or uh, People Parents Section story headline thus... Chloe Kardashian claps back after she's accused of embedding materialism into true. Okay, wow, that's a there lot. There were so many words it in that, right? It makes it sound like she's programming her baby. Chloe Kardashian claps back after she's accused of embedding materialism into true. So, what does that mean? So, there are a couple things that drive me nuts about this story. The story actually is True got a bunch of gifts from Kimora. Mm-hmm. Lee, not Simmons anymore? Yeah, yeah, right? Yep. She got a bunch of gifts, and uh, the the gifts that were on display in this particular photograph were uh, baby Bentleys, like baby Bentley car, mm-hmm. you know, like an actual Bentley car mm-hmm. for a kid that they can drive around. 
which is just you know okay. I mean, it's these are rich people. Yeah, it's they're a power gonna have. Wheel. Yeah, it's what did you say? A power wheel. Is that yeah. what it's called? A yeah. power wheel. Like like you know, most people uh, are at least acquainted with somebody in their friend group who has a, a little ride on Jeep. Yeah. Not maybe not a Bentley though. So um, she actually got her several of these. And like for her whole posse? I guess so. Her I little don't know. baby posse? <laughs> her posse of her teddy baby bears? Gang. <laughs> um, with right. like big stuffed animals. And she posted this. Of course Khloe Kardashian did, right? You wouldn't expect her to do anything else. Rich people give rich people gifts all the time and they put them on Instagram and look how rich and famous mm-hmm. and beautiful we are. That that in and of itself doesn't shock us, mm-hmm. right? No. Um, it's this notion of like she claps back at a you know at a hater online saying she's embedding materialism into her child well first of all she did not clap back because what she actually did somebody just you know somebody went off as people do mm-hmm. in the comments section saying mm-hmm. inappropriate things and one of the things that she said was that she was you know embedding materialism is that like a, lady wrong that? person to, embedding materialism i think what she means is like Yes, making her materialistic. Yeah, like yes. like you know, nurturing materialism. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Have you met America lately? Right. Like this is not Khloe Kardashian's fault, but it's this notion that she's clapping back, and all she did really was say the following: "She's a baby who received a beautiful, sweet gift, and I was very excited to put her in it and take a picture. I'm enjoying every single moment I can with my sweet angel, the angel that God gave me." Was that a clapback? Yeah, like, I didn't that hear is a not clap, a clapback. Like the clapback is like a snap, How dare you? Maybe. Blah blah blah. You yeah. know. And first of all, you wouldn't clap back about your rich people baby gifts no. because most people can't relate to your rich people baby gifts. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So like. Every facet of this story just is so delightfully Khloe Kardashian because normal people would just move on with their life and be like, oh, haters going to hate. I'm not going to take an opportunity to clap back against, you know, somebody online. You know, I feel like clap back is being very overused. And you and I really you and I really can judge whether or not something is actually a clap back. Well, also people use it all the time when it's not even a clap. Well, also, it's just the the frustrating thing is that I don't need celebrities to clap back about their privileged lives. Like you're no, right. you're doing nobody a service that way. You're not helping your own image, right? right. Like if you're gonna clap back, the typical clap back is, you know, somebody calls you ugly, somebody calls you, you know, I don't know, dumb, dumb. Like you name it. Those Short. are the things that people. <laughs> Those are the people well, you can't really clap back. How do you do that? You have to reach really high. I'm like, I'll show you. <laughs> no, but seriously, this right. is not this is not a clap back. Right. And if it were, why would you choose the thing that nobody can relate to to clap back? Also, I just you know what, honestly, I, I generally feel like this with many celebrities. Like, why are you giving any attention to that anyway? Like there it doesn't accomplish anything. Because again, to your point, Bradley, well, it, it's it, not relatable at all in, in the be- to begin with. The reason that I think that people do this is because it gets them headlines and yeah, stories on true. People Magazine that's in true. the parenting issue. And the thing that we know about Khloe Kardashian is since she popped this baby out, she has gotten a lot of mileage out mm-hmm. of it. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, that's what I think the goal is, to get as much attention. Because it's all about her baby body. It's all about her, you know, you name it. She needs something every single day to show up in a People magazine article. True. This is true. 
All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, the sun came live out. from the State Fair under the sun. Yeah, it's actually kind of awesome. Um, well, first of all, can I just give an update on something that we haven't shared on the air yet? Well, I yeah, sent a text. On what it is. I sent a text. Uh, okay, I sent a text to Julia earlier. We actually had a long conversation about this. Okay. We were both feeling a little bit cold. We wanted some coffee. Okay. You and I had a conversation. I'm letting the listener okay, in on this. I'm really curious where we're going. I know. With I'm going to tell you how okay. it's all going to come out. Uh, we had a conversation about which one of us should send a text to Julia. Oh, who yeah. would get a better reaction? You. So I sent a text to Julia, yeah, and it I says hope she's not listening. She's not. I don't think because she just texted me, Julia. Would you ever do us the hugest favor? Would you pick up two cups of coffee on your way into the fair for Bradley and me? I would owe you so much. I love you forever and ever and always. Thanks. Okay. So super sweet, right? Yeah, no, that's very sweet. I just got this. Sure, but we took a later bus. So they're coming, and she's bringing us coffee. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, this is a big moment. So just, I want us to... Oh, okay, I'm excited for coffee, man. Relish in this from Julia. Julia's bringing us coffee. Yeah, no. See, this, this is, is the, this is headline news. The thing about Julia, though, you you're the one that said this earlier. Is that Julia? She likes to be of service. She does. She so likes, you got to. She's know. a hostess. Yeah, Lori. You know, she would have said no. Lori. She would have just no. been upfront and said, "No, I'm not getting you coffee. Mm-hmm. Go get it your darn self." Now, I think the real test will be: Does she bring the coffee? So stay tuned to find out whether or not Julia actually <laughs> brings us coffee for the most scintillating headline of the day but wait but wait there's more there's and more. actually there is more can i tell you what that yeah. more is uh we need to talk about kevin spacey right so um it's awkward to do this at the minnesota state fair where we really are on underwood just south of randall but we are going to make a different stop on perv corner when we come back on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 well at present we are actually at the minnesota state fair on underwood just south of randall on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071 everything entertainment thank you to mattress galaxy for bringing you today's my talk state fair broadcast but uh for just a moment and i must apologize in advance but the entertainment news requires us to make a stop on perv corner yeah look it doesn't have to be a a dark and nasty place right but it's called perv corner no it's not it's it's really actually a very good uh, a couple of good stories but they are kind of you know i mean sure most days I don't want to talk about it, but I think the stories are actually somewhat um, promising because the first is that Kevin Spacey, there's another Kevin Spacey assault case that's under review. And you might say, well, that's depressing. Well, it's actually, I don't think it's depressing for the victim in this case, right? right? Because the victim will have um, their case heard. And this particular case, this um, all has to do with the LA County Sheriff's Department. They handed a case over to um, the DA, who in this case is Jackie Lacey, their special Hollywood sexual assault task force, okay. tells you a lot about Hollywood that they have a special sexual assault task force. But again, but I bet they didn't have one until about at six least months they ago. do. Yeah, Thank now they you, do. Right. Um, so it remains under review. They would not provide specific details on the case. That is the victim and what is actually being alleged in this particular case. But to know that there is an active case uh, that is being looked at regarding Kevin Spacey certainly has to be good news for all of those excuse me, who've been affected by Kevin yeah. Spacey, specifically in this case, the person who we don't know has been affected. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's been one of the frustrating things as we've been hearing about these sexual assault cases coming out of Hollywood and entertainment news is that 
frequently um, time has passed in such a way that the statute of limitations is up. So then they aren't able to uh, have any legal repercussions or um, maybe there isn't sufficient evidence in order to really move forward with a legal case. There's a lot of kind of hitches in the giddy up when it comes to that. But in this case, obviously, um, they're going to be able to do something with it, or at least they're in the, the beginning stages of that. So this all you know, goes back to October, you'll remember, of last year, when Kevin Spacey was accused of sexual misconduct by none other than the actor Anthony Rapp, mm-hmm. who you might know from um, Star Trek, the new, uh, the new iteration of Star Trek and other movies. What other movies? Uh, Adventures in? in Babysitting. Oh, gosh, He's going in, all the way back. He also yeah. starred in Rent on Broadway. Oh, yeah. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, that all started last October. But since then, there have been a number. In fact, I think he's been accused of sexual misconduct by more than a dozen men since Anthony Rapp first came Ugh. forward. Uh, in London, in the UK, uh, Scotland Yard is investigating six sexual assault allegations against Kevin Spacey that ranged uh, from a period of time of 1996 to 2013. So the good news is that even though we've not, I actually have ra- had random thoughts about Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. which sounds weird, mm-hmm. but only because we've been covering this story. Like, what is he up to? Like, you, you know, have I've not heard hide your hair out of Kevin Spacey or. You know, like, he's not doing the Harvey Weinstein treatment right. uh, experience. No, it's like he just disappeared into thin air. We yeah. haven't seen him, haven't heard from him. Um, I even wondered, because he had that movie come out in limited release, which, again, was sort of like a... a de- de- Billionaire Boys Club. Flew way under the radar, made, what, $200 in its first Total week? for the weekend, $650-something. Yeah. Something ridiculous. Yeah. In any case, you know, I thought, like, yeah, where is he? I mean, we're not... We're, nobody's hearing anything from him. No. Somebody needs to find out what's up. Anyway, I bet so, somebody okay. will make a podcast out of it called Where's, Finding Spacey. Oh, do you really want to find Spacey? I, or saying, like uh, open Spacey? Oh, or ish. Mm, ish. Uh, bad Spacey? Mm, in a bad Spacey? <laughs> no, we should not no. be hired to do anything okay. right now. Um, <laughs> so remember I told you there were two stories. If you guys are just joining us on the Colleen and Bradley show, two Perf Corner stories. That's our loving nickname for... No, okay. No, it's um, not loving. The other no. story involves none other than Harvey Weinstein. Yes. Yay! Yes. Okay, so this story, I just find this story incredibly interesting. It's not uplifting, it's not depressing, but Harvey Weinstein, do you ever wonder what happens to unused sex scenes? 
Uh, on like I, sex scenes that have been maybe cut, like on the cutting room floor. On the cutting room floor. Um, n- no, I guess I never did wonder about that, but now I do. I guess I didn't. I hadn't wondered about it either. I until didn't know I, was, I should. I was now. reading this article, and sources are saying that Harvey Weinstein kept unused Ish. sex scenes Mm-mm. for Ish. his quote, bedroom personal use, his personal yeah. collection. Yeah, yeah. Icky, 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 icky. Yeah, but that led me to think, like, wow. I didn't know that was a thing or that people like, but it's a good question, right? Like what happens to all that footage? What do people, is there an obligation to destroy it? Um, because in this particular case, the story that brought this, this uh, about is the 2015 film Carol. Now remember that's the movie with Kate Blanchett and Runa Mari, mm-hmm. right Holly? Yes. Um, Rooney they, Mara. Yes. Did I say Runa Mari? You said Rooney Mara. Yeah, I was Runa Mara. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, <laughs> this was the movie between the two of them where they had a, a, a love interest or they they had a relationship correct yeah um, and so there were romantic scenes mm-hmm. I didn't see the movie did you see the movie no okay so there I were have. Rom- so there were love scenes between them correct and a lot of that footage apparently was not used and ended up on the cutting room floor mm, um, or it ended up in and well the hands and that's of the report Weinstein. is that potentially Harvey Weinstein saved some of that unused port, uh, footage between the two of them uh, Rooney Mara and Kate Blanchett uh, and Used made his own for, pern collection yes mm-hmm. now another source said no that's not true but it does make me want to have somebody do an expose a right. podcast a long form you know new york uh new yorker piece all about uh where that leftover stuff sex scenes because yeah i would think that as an actor there should be some sort of obligation in whatever contractual arrangement i have to destroy that material well you know it, it, what it makes me think of honestly is it wasn't it was just this past week that we heard about that um that nude clip of of uh, marilyn monroe yeah, yeah that's right yeah so so that says that some of that stuff is floating out there somewhere. And the producer of the movie The Misfits had that clip, mm-hmm. and his son is now in possession right. of that clip, which allegedly is a, a nude scene of right. Marilyn Monroe. And and oh yeah, I, yeah. I just so I just feel like there are there are many of those that are in the hands of people, and we well, just don't know who has. This there stuff. are collectors of. Um, uh, what can we call it? Like really odd videos or odd films or odd movies or like mm-hmm. weird things like somebody alleges to have a film of such and such an actor having sex with such and such an actor from like way back, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a whole genre, I think, of uh, film collectors who collect little bits and pieces of, you know, film like that. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine this might be something that someone like that would want to collect, yeah. don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, but it's, ugh, I just, ish. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm the actress who's in a scene and it has been, it has been decided not to be used, yeah. therefore it is not advancing the plot of the movie that I signed on to do, then it just becomes, I mean, that when, it's, when it's by itself, when it's taken out of context and it lives just in, you know, just the sex scene chunk, which th- those words don't sound right together, but then it becomes something other than the art form that I oh, yeah. signed up to do, yeah, and then I and then I, and then I feel gross. Really, if I'm putting myself in the actress's position, which yeah, well, yeah, if you're I the actor, do, or actress, I don't make you don't that kind wanna, of paycheck. But you, you, yeah, you. Well, and if you'd want to make some money off it, right? Somebody's exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a super fun game to play with our audience. We need three contestants, maybe four 
We're going to play a little Price is Right, back to school style, after this on 